Mark Antony has spent more than three decades reporting on demolition and construction. He has written millions of words and produced tens of thousands of stories. But there are many stories that never made it into print. Tales from the unseen side of journalism. This is Beyond the Reporter's Notebook. For the final time, welcome back to my boudoir. If you're listening, I'm recording this in a hotel bedroom and there's a bed behind me, hence the reason I'm, I'm calling it a boudoir. Rest assured, I'm fully clothed. Well, I'm sort of fully clothed. I've just been out for a run. I'm wearing shorts. They won't be visible. You, nobody needs to see that. Uh, and if you're listening, frankly, you won't be, you won't be able to see them anyway. Um, the last episode of these that I recorded, I, I recounted a story about me <laughs> punching a complete stranger. It's not something I'm given to. And yet, bizarrely, the story I'm about to share is on largely the same subject. So while I was working for our contract journal and plant manager's journal, uh, which would have been around about 1988, 1989, um, I used to get sent off on basically the jaunts that nobody else wanted to do uh, because I was a junior reporter. Bizarrely, this one came in and it was um, Ford, the mighty Ford car company were about to launch the Sierra-based version of the um, the P100 pickup. Sure, some people will remember that, the old P100 pickup. And the invitation was quite um, mysterious. It basically said that we needed to be at Heathrow Airport with a passport, which turned out to be a red herring, um, and an overnight bag, which I duly did. Uh, it turned out we were going to Scotland, hence the reason that the, the passport was a red herring. Um, so a bunch of us flew up to um, Scotland, arrived in Glasgow, and we arrived, we were taken outside, and there in the car park, there were six P100s. There were 12 of us, six P100s, one in each of the colours that the uh, P100 was available in. So we were basically allocated a car, or two people per car. And I was given um, the job, <laughs> the job of co-piloting with a guy who worked on uh, a magazine called Autocar. Not sure if that still exists. I'm not a car petrol head or anything like that. But I was working, I was with a guy from Autocar. And this is pre-SatNav. Um, so within the car, there was a, a, a printed sheet that basically said, you know, at 4.2 miles, turn left, at 6.7 miles, turn right. And it didn't tell you where you were going, it just gave you directions. And it also had, at the halfway point, um, switch drivers. And also, I remember this very vividly, in the central console of the P100, there was a single Scottish pound note, which was to get us, it was basically the toll across the fourth bridge. So me and this guy from um, Autocar, he was driving, I was in the passenger seat, I was navigating, you know, at 6.7 miles, do a right and all that kind of thing. Well, this guy was a certifiable lunatic. Um, he was like Jeremy Clarkson on acid. He tried to drive um, the 60 odd miles of the first leg of the journey, largely in second gear. Um, we went sideways around corners. We were airborne over at least one bridge, possibly two. Uh, he came very close to dropping the car into a ditch. The guy was a madman. So we get to the halfway point and there's a lay-by. He pulls into the lay-by and it's our turn, to, it's my turn to drive. So as I'm walking around the front of the car and he is walking around the front of the car, I told him in fairly blunt terms what I thought of, of his driving. Within about a nanosecond, the pair of us are... <laughs> The pair of us are having a stand-up fight in a ditch. <laughs> it, 
in the Scottish Highlands. Um, it's one of the, it was one of those handbags at 50 paces. I think both of us threw about 20 punches. I don't think any of them landed, um, but it, it resulted in um, us both getting back in the car, covered in leaves, covered in mud, um, tiny little blood coming out of his nose, tiny little blood coming out of the corner of my mouth, but no other harm done. But let's just say the rest of the journey was somewhat frosty. So as a result of all of that, we arrived somewhat later than everybody else. Um, so we were immediately told, go and dump your bags in, in, the, um, in the room. And I forgot to mention, the hotel we're staying in is Glen Eagles, um, which is nothing to be sneezed at. Um, so we went and dumped the bags and we had dinner. I was sat between, um, I think it was the manager director of Ford UK, and I had Jackie Stewart on the other side. That's a, a pretty good evening out. Um, I th- at least I thought so. So... I'm now avoiding the guy from Autocar, but the rest of the journalists on the trip are all from um, the automotive press. And we got to talking about the fact that they Ford had done this red herring of bring your passport. And he said, oh, yes, that's, uh, that's because of the when they launched the, the old version of the P100. They did exactly the same, only on that occasion they flew us to Sao Paulo in Brazil. And we got to drive them around the, um, the Brazilian Grand Prix track. Not bad, not bad at all. Having said that, Glen Eagles ran it a very close second. <clears throat> Two other things that I remember from, from that trip. The f- first was the following morning, going down to breakfast. And if anybody has ever been to Glen Eagles, it is grand beyond belief. Absolutely fantastic place. All of us were sat, all 12 of us, plus a couple of um, the uh, Ford guys, were all on a big table. And beside us were a couple of properly blue rinse uh, hair old American tourists who had ordered the full Scottish breakfast. So sure enough, up comes the, sh- the full Scottish breakfast, which would have been enough to feed a large trucker, to be honest. But these two little old ladies had decided they were going to order it. It, it landed in front of them. And they looked at it. They looked at it for quite a while, actually, and then called the waiter over and said, um, excuse me, could, could you, what, what is this thing on my plate? And the the waiter said, "Oh, uh, madam, that's uh, that's black pudding." And she said, "Oh, okay. Well, what 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 is that made of?" And he was he was about to describe exactly what black pudding was was made of. He got as far as blood, and both of them pushed their plates away and said, "Do you have a continental breakfast?" <laughs> that's one memory. The other memory was, and this must be one of the. One of the most lucrative and possibly tax-efficient jobs I've ever seen. Outside the front of Glen Eagles Hotel, there was a guy in full um, Scottish costume, Scottish Island costume. He had the hat, he had the, the kilt, the sporran, the dirk in his in his socks, the whole the whole shebang. And he was effectively a doorman, although I didn't actually see him ever actually open a door. Instead, he his job seemed to be to have his photograph taken with American and Japanese tourists. And while we were waiting to load into our cars to go off for the second part of our, our journey, I saw him receive three £50 notes, each from tourists. They went straight into his sporran. Good luck to him, I say. And I'm fairly sure the uh, the taxman up in Scotland never heard word of any of it. So that's been beyond the reporter's notebook, my trip to Glen Eagles, my fight in a ditch, how Scotsmen avoid paying tax and why Americans don't like black pudding. I hope you enjoyed it. If you if you did enjoy it, please hit the subscribe button. If you liked it on uh, on YouTube, hit the sub- subscribe button. If you like it on the podcast, 
hit the subscribe button there as well. Please leave us a review. If you, if you like this kind of thing, leave us a review because it does do our algorithm a hell of a lot of good. Even if you say that was a load of old rubbish, the engagement kind of helps. But I hope you've enjoyed that. That's been Beyond the Reporter's Notebook. I'm Mark Anthony, and it's time for me to um, vacate my boudoir because dinner awaits. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching. <laughs>